Just a little warning, this episode does contain some swear words. Hello and welcome to another episode of Two Blokes and a Mike. My name is Mike and again I'm joined by my good pals Mass and Dunk. This week's episode is entitled Following Scotland. We will look back and into the future of Scotland's national football team. Fuck, oh, steady enough. Kind of, steady. It's quite in the doing a little bit this week, but uh, expected. Like, I'd, uh, I'd driving into work to Turriff to Aberdeen a day, somebody about an inch from my bumper, a hell why and that anger stays with you, does it? Hell, day. <laughs> Absolutely. You want to slam on the brakes, get out of the car. You want to see if it doesn't look like, don't you? <laughs> see if he's got any substance. Oh, man. It's almost like they're trying to start a fight with you, is it? Yeah. So annoying. Oh, it's just, I'm still, I'm still in slightly, a slight rage about it. Like. <laughs> Chewed you up all day. Oh, it did, like, it ruined my day. Bloody awful night, though, is it? Uh, yeah. yeah, I was just saying to Mars, I was playing golf today. What <laughs> about? Peter Cooter, but it was actually doing beside the water. So, like, once you go down to the water, the wind was uh, kind of away from it. Like, the first hole was crazy, but then you're doing beside the water, it was fine. How'd you get on? Just saying, mass 88. First round in about nearly a year and a half, two years. Horrendous. Mm-hmm. But good at the same time. Good to get going again. Is that a vino you're on tonight, Charles? Cider. Horse, horse right. a few ciders just to loosen myself up a bit for the banter. It's not being the best of weather come back to work for you, mass, is it? I'm a sparky. I'm indoors anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so, on the menu tonight, like, Mike. What's on the agenda? Well, we spoke a little bit briefly last week about obviously Italian IE and uh, things like that, but we never really spoke about Scotland as such. I thought we'd maybe speak a bit about Scotland, kind of growing up watching Scotland, first kind of memories of watching yeah. Scotland. So, yeah. good subject. Is, was Italian IE your first kind of memory of watching Scotland? Or? Yeah, to be honest, I mean, definitely, because obviously I know about 86, but. I've got obviously I was, I was five, so like Nick Italia is definitely my first memory of Scotland. Last, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. right? Well, I remember Italia quite a lot, but Scotland part of it at dinner for some reason. I get what you're saying in a wee bit, yeah. My first kind of memories were uh, qualify, try to qualify for uh, USA '94. I remember, I remember Boys Club, Tina Sand, Pittori, uh, watch. Uh, Switzerland, uh, Scotland, Epidori, and I mean, uh, I think it was 1 1. Uh, players of mine, well, obviously McCoy, and that, but I seem to mind Switzerland players more. Uh, <laughs> and Stefan Dortmund. And there's a guy long here, Alan Souter. Was it? Uh, I'm saying it in a Scottish way, but it's NS. Alan Souter. If you go and Google him, you'll mine him. I just mine him because he had long hair for some reason. <laughs> so it's the, I think that's my first real memory at Scotland. Was uh, at the boys club tennis to Pittori. I, I remember that quite vividly. No, I mean, it's, I tell you, I do, I, do, I do remember the qualification campaign, but one at me was just the Sweden game, the 2-1. And I can remember us coming back for, like, one down, was it? No, 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 they scored late on. 2 nil up. But it was like, we're only nine, so, like, okay. Yeah. yeah. But, as Ma said, I've got more memories of like sort of the rest of the tournament. It was quite nostalgic, I thought. 
for me, I, I remember 90, but for growing up, I think it was more of the qualifying and also Euro 92. Um, I think it was in Sweden, was it? I mean, Denmark, yep. Denmark won it. But yep. like games like the, I mean, we got beat 2-0 by Germany. And I think that was the second game. We got beat by was it Holland in the first game, Bergkamp, I think. That's my first kind of memories of watching or really getting into watching Scotland. Yeah. I think uh, Alan Roxburgh, the manager, he's like the... Uh, uh, Andy Roxburgh. Andy Roxburgh, he's like, he did nothing before, nothing after, but he... Uh, yeah. he I, think he did, he's, I think he was like a top sort of coach at Largs, kind of Largs set up and that. I think yeah, yeah. He was, he's well thought about in the coaching side of things, but again, there's a funny thing, famous, like managing a team or playing. Just Scotland yeah. manager and that's it, is it really? Yeah, so, yeah. So... Obviously, growing up, Fitz, you're probably your most memorable game watching Scotland. My most memorable game would be when we beat France 1-0 because I was in the college bar in the tune. I swear to God, we were up the stairs towards the toilets and we scored. When McFadden scored that scream, I'm not exaggerating. The bar got turned upside down. It was just unbelievable. <laughs> I'll never forget that. McFadden drags it down now. Long way out. Oh, what a goal! What a goal by McFadden! Magic from James McFadden! He's a genius again for Scotland! They've been suckered in the Parc des Princes! James McFadden from 40 yards into the roof of the net! Pick it out, Landrow! France nil! Scotland won! There's drinks, pints going everywhere. People are going ballistic, almost in tears, because we got battered that game. And it's just the fact that the celebration was just... I, I think I think my most memorable, obviously my 19, but before that was uh, the, the first game in the World Cup, uh, 98, Brazil. Uh, uh, packed into Jim Smith's house, burgers, <laughs> drinks. And I, was, yeah. I would have been 15 at the time, so I shouldn't have been drinking like yeah. that. <laughs> Drink was definitely flowing. Definitely. Obviously, mine, mine, uh, when John Collins scored that penalty, oh my yeah. God, the eruption. Yeah. And then yeah. mine, mine looking at Jim Smith's windy. Oh, and Jim Alexander, they had bouncy castle out in the car park or something. <laughs> he, came, he came running out of his house, walloper fleeing about that, anyway. That's right. <laughs> and we did it at half Con- time, we did a conga room because we was drawing with Brazilkin. <laughs> so it did, I. Uh, bare feet. It's funny, funny story about it, Massa. You were 15, so I was 17. I was in the first year of my time. I drove back and I was like hyper because we were going to gyms. And my dad just went, cold as you like, God rest his soul. And so I'll just let you do. <laughs> I went, no, but wait. And then I goes, shut up. I said, Dad, this is first game of World Cup. And he goes, listen, I've been here, there, everywhere with Scotland. He goes, they'll just let you do. And unbeknown to me, we've been qualified for a tournament since. <laughs> so he was right. Neil. Uh, Neil McKenzie, our pal's uh, dad, won a uh, competition. I think it was a mirror for going to the uh, 98 World Cup, one of the games. But it turned out that the mirror had bought the tickets off a touts and they were not, they were fakes or something. Oh, they, I vaguely remember that. I vaguely remember that, yeah. They offered Neil's dad to do near in Biden Hotel during the game, or they offered him two grand again. And uh, it was something like that, anyway. But Neil's dad says, oh, I'll talk a two grand, I'll just go to the next World Cup. 22 years ago. <laughs> Brilliant. Dundee, Dundee Gym still waiting. Yeah. <laughs> I vaguely mind a story about, was there an, a bus or something for Tara or somewhere like when Duke in France 98? Kenny Chisholm missed it or something? What happened there, mate? You mind? <laughs>
I'm sure. Kenny Chisholm missed the bus by Kenny Chisholm missed the bus, or they just fucked off without him. I was all I said. More than like that. Poor Kenny. Poor Kenny Chisholm, man. Obviously, Euro '96. I have a lot of memories of Euro '96. Yeah, obviously, definitely. The biggest, the biggest being the England game and the heartbreak of that game. As a football fan, in hindsight, you've got to respect one of the best goals you'll ever see in your life at Gaza Square. Yeah, I think I only, I've only just learned to appreciate it through the last couple of yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> at a time, you, at a time, you'd nay idea oh, it was a good goal. You were just spewing me. You weren't a caring. Mm-hmm. Paul Carter was there trying to play the England card, and Abdi went to smash him. Remember? Can't <laughs> <laughs> sure remember that story. Tony Fool was there, and Abby, he he kept it calm, like yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Was it that game we actually went to Ali's in the morning, like six o'clock, we got to Baker's, which yeah. watched Braveheart before it? Like, we, we got off to a good start. Mine, uh, uh, Holland was the first game, in it? And they battered mm. us, but I think Goran was superb and clearing ba- balls off a line and that. Mm-hmm. I think we played better against England, really, didn't we? And obviously, if McAllister had scored that penalty. I blame Yuri Geller. Yuri Geller. Yeah, moved the ball in. Just typical. Scotland stuff, was it really? Definitely. Carlson was in our group at that year, was it? Switzerland. Switzerland, that's right. McCoy scored in the team 2 0. 3 0. 1 0. McCoy one. scored 1 0. Um, we were going through because England were beating ah, Holland right. 4 0. And Seaman had bath through his legs. That mm-hmm. put a suit and goal difference. Mm-hmm. But you look at it, now, you're talking Italia 90. Euro 92, uh, obviously oh. we didn't qualify for 94, qualified uh, for Euro 96, then you look at us now. France 98 was... You could, you could, 98 was, ten, was good. You could do 10 podcasts on uh, what's gone wrong in Scottish football, or yeah. what, we, what you think yourself has went wrong with Scottish football. We used to think it was pretty poor, we'd never go to the group stages in a major tournament. Now we can't even get her. What has gone wrong? Yeah, it's the old argument, is it uh, grassroots, is it? We're, we're yeah. not bringing enough players through. But Scotland's a football nation, Ken. It's, we've got a shocking record for... I've, I know we're a small population, a small country, but Scotland's yeah. a football nation, is it? Yeah, it's yeah. not an excuse, because you, you look at Holland, you know what I mean? Yeah. Similar can... population, and yeah. look at the goal. We've done better than tennis, and there's only like three people in Scotland play tennis. <laughs> I know. Andy Murray, Jamie Murray, and his mum. <laughs> I know. But no, it's frustrating, like, because everybody comes to Larks to, to get their coaching badges. But yeah. yeah. Uh, but look at it now, and Redeem seem to have the best crop I think we've had in a while. Because if you look at the Premiership now, there is a few Scots floating about. But yeah. our midfield's looking not too bad. Can you see it? Is it Ken? Uh, Tommy, McGarded, Fraser, Armstrong, Forrest, McGregor, Christie, Jack, Flack. Yeah. Some not bad players, yeah, is there? But as we said, we're still missing that nugget. Just like Wales have got bail. Just uh, somebody can create something out of nothing. With a lot like coming through at Chelsea. But Billy Gilmore. Billy Gilmore. But there was a lot of hope for him. That I got excited when Roy Keane started speaking about him. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But as you said, when we discussed player. previously, he's a knitter and a needer of the game and puts it together. And, but he's, he's not yeah. going to beat five men and smash it in the top corner, is he? He's going to be brilliant at keeping the ball, but he's looking yeah. for quality running off him Yeah, to mm-hmm. probably create for somebody. Do you think... We kind of was a bit stagnant, obviously. People's you know, world was obviously progressing and with their, their training and stuff. Like that. Was Scotland a bit stagnant and new? We're kind of trying to catch up and maybe in five, ten years' time, we'll maybe hopefully 
be a bit closer to the wrestling. Yeah, maybe because like you look at Ajax and they reckon that's the model, don't they? Like how they've always done it. You know what I mean? Like similar football. I always look to Holland in a sense. Obviously, they've got the same class of players, but similar size of nation. And you think what they've achieved. And like you look even the Ajax team last year, it got to the Champions League semi-final. It was like young kids, next to no cash, schooled the Ajax way. I look at, if you look clo- close to home, like Turf. Mm-hmm. The boys' club now, the setup is superb. Yeah, I kind of help thinking that we're going to reap the benefit because it can't be just in Turf. This is hard. Yeah. It must be all over the place. And yeah. I can't help thinking we're going to reap the benefits of this at some point. Ten years, say. I mean, I I get I agree with a lot of it. I disagree with some of it, like the competitive stuff, the team, the competitiveness you a wee bit. I disagree with that, but I, I agree we can. The, like when we were kids, you were put into the eleven aside goals, were you? Yeah, I was getting lobbed out of the place. Now they put small goals, small sides, small uh, smaller balls, and stuff like that. So everything and can they be uh, it's that rule for once they've scored, they've got a retreat, and it encourages the young guys to play from the back and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. There's also a rotation thing, isn't it, with the younger ones? Those like four. Yeah. Now I'm shocking us that uh, it's got to take a player off in the opposing team or something. So, so no, no team's meant to get like properly mullered, but uh, I don't know. Uh, like back in the days we used to hammer coming to like 16, 17 now. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think grassroots is, looks promising. Yeah. Well, it's unthinkable when we were kids that kids that are maybe three or four now are starting to play football in, in a good training yeah. regime. Current, the current crop of players, like we're speaking about midfielders, looks good, but you look at our defenders and our attackers, we're struggling big time. Even yeah. goalkeepers. Goalkeepers is a big, big thing. Like, yeah. Cannot find a centre-back. Can't a centre-back. Well, for, who have we got? McKenna. Is McKenna international class? Nah, well, I've got a season ticket in. Nah. Good. Um, He's a half-decent club player, but yeah. international. No, yeah. Mm. How old is he? 22. Something like that, maybe yeah, just now, no chance. And O'Donnell, the right back. I can't believe we can't oh. use a better right back now. He's, he's a junior right back, that guy. <laughs> I'm you. And he looks so lost at international football. Well, well I know that goal against uh, was it Russia. Aye. So far up the pitch, it was on two. And then, yeah, man that used to play for Chelsea was the one that scored it. He's like 37 now. And he just left him for dead. He's Aye. never an international player. Devlin, Devlin as well. Honestly, mate, so bad. Yeah, it dawns. And that's just an example. It was back as well about people like us, or you know, us, but Scottish people have to drink because I was out oh, be a few months ago now, but the whole Aberdeen team were out, and there was a couple of them completely smashed out their tree. Now, obviously, Aberdeen's entitled to a night out, but I would like to think that it was a state they were in. You're just like, come on, like, and Devlin had been getting a bit of aggro and stuff, and he was actually a rubber. And Scottish folk just seem to get that point and then push, 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 and then maybe if they level off, lower level, disappear out of the game. High level just he's off like say, well, it's a British thing, they're just a Scottish thing. Probably like his strikers, isn't it? It's just as bad, is it? I mean who's the, who's the striker? McBurney? McBurney, I know. He's probably our best striker. Well Griff- Griffiths is the best striker we've got, but oh, he would be our best striker, but he's got but problems, can he? He's, he's got problems, so he's never there. But yeah. It's desperate times for Scotland to do that. Like you say, we've got the midfield, but either side of that, 
goalkeeper ways. Well, well got now we've got our one just now, isn't he? I still have McGregor's. McGregor's probably our best goal. McGregor's probably Scotland's best keeper, I for sure. Yeah. But Scott Bain probably never get a chance at Celtic. But no, if, he, if he was playing regular for Celtic, then yeah, he's maybe got half a chance of being decent, but he's not regular, is he? No. 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 I, uh, I'm not against playing guys. If they're not playing for that club, they shouldn't even You're not playing. It's playing simply. No. Maybe a wee bit different with Gareth Bale. They get in a game at Madrid. I mean, you play hat, but yeah, yeah. he's a special case. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, is it Ryan Porteous at Hibs? Aye, Porteous, aye. Yes, yeah, he's a good player. Good player. Uh, Roth, though, he's only eighteen. So, uh, John, John Suter at Hearts. Yeah, John Suter's fair. He was a fair Aberdeen originally got released, so he looks yeah. a player as well. But. Mm. But yeah, they're kids, basically. I don't really, really see a pattern. I can, like, you look back in hindsight, Scotland made a mistake getting rid of Strachan. And I was one of the ones at the time to get rid of Strachan. But no. you look back now, we had a shape, we had a structure, we had a way of playing. I did get the start on the current manager. How far would want to play for that guy? So dull and dour. But would you agree that under Strachan we had a, we had a way of playing? Aye, yeah. And there was a definite structure. But everybody yeah. went, oh, well, he's just missed out, get rid. We should have yeah. kept him. Strachan was positive, and I like guys that are positive. Again, he's a positive. He try to play a positive style of football. And if, if you get hammered by Belgium, then it's not about you. Hammer energy. They've got worldies. They're number one in the world, aren't they? Belgium. Yeah. I think Strachan was doing okay, to be honest. They'll be better than Steve Clark. Steve Clark's made a coach and a manager, is he? I just but, didn't have a dally rate Clark at all. Didn't need a bad job at Kelly. I did, I Kelly. But it's a fair jump, isn't it? Hi. <laughs> well, is it, is it really Scotland's McDonald and Brophy is in the Scotland squad, so <laughs> Brophy, that's another that's that's to be fair, I like Brophy. He's uh, been an international player, but that's a guy who works his tail off and I do like mm-hmm. Brophy again. Yeah. You have got some young Scots and big teams at the moment, so hopefully they kind of progress yeah. through mm-hmm. okay, you've got the boys, Liam Morris. Yeah. Now Bayern Ken. Yeah. Yeah. Young prospects coming. These these guys have got to show that they're made up for their club first. It's like they're already pinning on them being the saviour, Billy Gilmore, just because he's three amazing games for Chelsea. And you just think, little lads just Aye. play. Now yeah. it's already like, get him in the Scotland team. Aye. I would dig him wrong. I would hit him in the Scotland team, but they're already going and making him like the linchpin and make it happen. Yeah. It's, it's a fickle game because McDominay played a couple of times and I'd be when McDominay's bang average. Then he has like, let's be honest, 15 great games, I would say, for Man United this season. And now everybody's like, Changed their tune, going, oh, McTominay, yeah. he's a player. Well, hold on a minute. Yeah. Two games ago for Scotland, you were saying he was hopeless and he shouldn't be playing for Scotland. I suppose mm-hmm. defensively also, and I mentioned Tierney and uh, Robertson. Yeah. It's a pretty they're both left backs. Like, yeah, I know. I mean, if, 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 if every country almost, is, you speak about a country and there's always one player, oh, Jesus, he plays for yeah. them again. Yeah. There's nobody like that at the Scotland team, is there? Really? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Wales, if you're playing Wales, what? Well, God, we'll play again. If you're playing Ireland, when Lewandowski plays for him, okay? mm-hmm. one, one absolute world-class player. Class player. Something we've been missing big time. That's what we need. If we can just get one of them, you know what I mean? It'll make a huge difference. Just like then you just need a decent shape, a decent setup and structure, and then just hope on your 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 top player to do the business. That's why I was like a bit disappointed how wheels fell off from for Griffiths because I I'm a big fan of Griffiths as a player because. And then what you do like against England, you can see the quality, but you kind of keep it together. Yeah. Well, it's, 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 I Hill Griffiths situation sums like Scottish players up a wee bit, is it? Yeah, yeah, a wee bit. Yeah. But the backstory of him lot, is like a lot of talent, but almost, O'Connor, Riordan, 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. This goes on. Could you see, like, Sir Robertson, Dina Bale, and going for, like, a, up into midfield for, for the left-back role? Not for me, like, because I've always said this, because, like, when you get... I used to play on the wing, and people, like, get into you, but it's a different... Like, they're going about Trent Alexander-Arnold, I reckon he'll play centre midfield for, for, for uh, Liverpool. But when you're playing full-back, you've got the hill pitch in front of you, and you've got nobody on you. As soon as you play 10 yards up the pitch, and you're playing wide, wide midfield, full-back's on you. It's a totally different game. It's facing mm -hmm. the game, and then back to the game, or side onto the game, so... Yeah, I can't see it. He's certainly better going forward than he is defensively. So, no, definitely, yeah. But I can see Donk's point. Yeah. Point. But I, I, I think, I think he maybe could be a left midfielder. No, yeah. I think he could be right. Yeah. But it's yeah. a different game, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. We'd play if if that was the case, then that would you could put Tierney behind him. But then Tierney yeah. loves to go forward as well, does he? But if he, if he goes forward, he's just putting uh, Robertson back and yeah. just yeah, cover. Yeah. Because right now we're trying to fit Tierney Europe right back. Yeah? I can, uh, and I've always said, can a right footer can use his left foot, but a left footer can't use his right foot. Mm -hmm. He's he actually can go through. Okay. He can't use his Because he's a good player. That's how he's yeah. done a right bit. Do you think uh, Lewis Ferguson will muck his way in the Scotland team in a couple of the next couple of years? Ferguson's, for me, is a good player. I see him most weeks, but in my opinion, currently, I think he's one paced. If he wants to step to the next level, he needs to mm -hmm. find a yard because. I always said Kenny McLean would go on and play in the Premiership because he had a change of pace, good athlete. Now, Ferguson's a good athlete, don't rank. To be playing at the top level at 18-year-old, you've got to be a player. But I just think he's too one-paced to step to the next level. I could be wrong. I probably will be wrong, but that's just, just my opinion. Yeah. Would, he, would he be better in a defensive sort of midfield role rather than trying to get... I think, I, I, I think he is because he is solid. Uh, he loves a tackle and he's, he's made of the proper stuff. You can see that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But they've got him down. It's like right now we're going to push him on as being this man off the front. And I, I personally, I'd say Dagenham. He scored that worldly goal against Kelly outside of the right foot. But for me, he doesn't come across a culture player. But he comes across as he's got plenty of minerals and he'll get stuck in. And he's a man at eighteen. You put him out centre half. <laughs> he couldn't have done right. anything. Mm -hmm. But watch, watch his space. Watch his space. If he goes to Rangers, it'll arch you. Aye. He'll go for being. Oh, Lewis Ferguson. He goes to Rangers. It'll be. Oh, he's definitely Scotland quality. I hope it. I hope, like, uh, in the years to come, you've got, obviously, young Archie Mayer for Tara doing it in Norwich. I hope he kind of pushes himself through. And... Absolutely. It'd be brilliant to see. He's obviously got to have someone if Norwich have snapped him up, but it's a big step in it. Huge. Well, for how, old, how old is he? 19? I think he's 18 or 19 now. Uh, I think he... I've, I've, I've seen it when I was in lockdown and I was uh, walking the dog doing the day. I've seen him every day himself. Was he? Doing it, uh, working, doing it at Hawks himself. He'd buy balls out and Dina's yeah. working and that. So he's, he's obviously serious about it. So hopefully. Must have, must have been tight shorts before he's buzz out. Poor humour. Poor So if, if I was your best players at Scotland growing up, what do you think was the Ian you thought? Great player, like how he plays. Well, mine's, mine's definitely Colin Henry. Just uh, being be a centre half. So, like I've said before, yeah, he was a keen eye in the guys that play in your position. And Colin Henry, to me, was absolutely outstanding. Braveheart, iconic figure in that Scotland team. Big white hair. Also, came for. In fact, I didn't really know until maybe four years ago he came for Keith. <laughs> I know. Did you know? No, I didn't know. And I was like, oh, I should have done that. But just, uh, just a great centre half. But my type of centre half, when everything in the air, tackles, 
throwing his body in front of a ball. You, see, you know, knew how much it meant to Colin Hendry to play for Scotland, didn't you? Just mm-hmm. by why he was and why he played. You know, a lot, a lot of people like knock him because of Gaza go, but that could have happened to, I could have happened to Brazil or, or any other guys. Yeah. Again, it was such a special goal, but Hendry to me in my lifetime is the best. Yeah, Hendry's probably, obviously me being a slightly attacking player, obviously Scotland hasn't had that much in my lifetime, but mine's probably like Paul McStay or John Collins, just because McStay, when I watched him, never gave the ball away. Again, you're not going to go like a show reel or go look at us, but never give the ball away. And the John Collins, probably more so because he kind of was like, near the first bit, like that era we watched, he was doing playing for Fulham, Everton, technically superb. He looked good. He was a million dollars, super fit. He just looked like a proper player because, yeah, John Collins probably for me, midfielder, good on the bar, good yeah. to watch. It's hard to say a player. Like, Mass is probably right. Colin Hendry probably maybe is the best, but me and me being a f- defender, but it's hard to say like an amazing like attacking player because in our lifetime, <laughs> there's never really been one, is there, Mike? I'd probably go for McCoyce for me. Yeah, McCoyce was, uh, was a special player. Right? Yeah, he popped up with good goals. I popped important goals. Yeah, on a, on, a, on a big tournament he was at, he probably scored. Do you know what I mean? But in our lifetime, it's hard to pick, because like, yeah. we've never really been. And the ones when we were good, like we are just saying, in about 90, 92 and that, we were only like... Aye, we were just kids, pretending to play football. Yeah, exactly. Aye, the list, the list has not been great since, like, say, 92, 94 onwards. Yeah. Well, 90, so, 98 onwards, really, yeah. So, for that, we obviously spoke about potentially doing where all-time... Is it all-time or just your Scotland 11? Because obviously mine's a bit uh, different. Well, there's no rules before that. Uh, Dunk starts spitting his dummy. I'm just saying for I've went for and I've went for players that I've seen mm-hmm. played in my kind of time of watching Scotland. Now, uh, obviously, Kenny Dalglish is Scotland's... Kenny, he's up there as Scotland's best player, but i I never seen Kenny Dalglish play... Yeah. I've seen highlights of him and stuff like that. So, but I'm I'm going with the team that I've seen. Well, I've went for Scotland's best team, like historically. So, like, yeah, what I think so. That includes players without my spit in my dummy that I've never seen play football. I'm the same as Mass. I've just went for players I've seen play. Oh, there's there's a there's a. It's so fucking obvious. You two are following. Like, we'll pick players we've seen. No. We'll pick historical <laughs> team, and then we can just go fucking hell dunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's genuinely not happened. No, honestly, good. So, for that, don't fuzz fuzz your keeper you've never seen. Well, I've, seen both, <laughs> I've seen both keepers because I'm sure we've all got the same keeper, to be honest. Ah, yeah, but, it was probably, yeah. Uh, it's between Andy Gorham and Jim Layton. But for me, 91 caps got to be Jim Layton. Gorham, half English, not for me. <laughs> I'm exactly the same, Dunk. I went for Jim Layton. It's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Andy Gorham was by far and away number one for Scotland in our lifetime. Mm. Jim Layton couldn't kick a bar. Could Correct. He? Couldn't have yeah. a goal kick. Well, you can't hear him above Gorham because he can't have took a goal kick. Bandiest legs in the world. Yep. And maybe the ugliest man in the world in that. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, hello, you're listening. For that reasons. I've went for Goran. <laughs> Plus, he's in your house, Mass. Now, now we've said all the joke and stuff, which let's have a proper bit of critique while it's going. Can I just say? Ah, Goran for me was pretty flawless. The only thing he lacked was a bit of presence. He looked quite smart in that goal. A bit like Shea Given, we spoke about in our first podcast, didn't he? 
big presence in the goal, but just growing up watching Goran, some of the saves he used to mark were incredible. And every Celtic player I'll to- tell you, when Rangers went up nine in a row, uh, kind of time flawed, broke, broke out the Celtic hearts. Cause oh, definitely. I remember what I mean, game. I mind them saving Van Hoydonk's penalty. Just used to do things like that at a time. Just yeah. unbelievable goalie. And I've met him as well, and he's a sound guy. Actually, not really. I just comment it. Like, nah, go on no. for me. Definitely go on. No, but to be honest, it just, it just came in there. The reason why I picked Leighton, I would agree, I'd go on with it a bit. Because of who I picked for my centre-backs, that's why I picked Jim Leighton. Brian Clough said that Jim Leighton is a rare bird. Can come from Brian Clough, who's near a man to praise folk, but he actually said that about Leighton, so... Waiting every day for me. Yeah. Fergie dropped him for an FA Cup final. I'd kind of say even him on a great big occasion. Jim Waitham's a good goalie, there's no question about that. Uh, of course he they, was. I... They were the only two goalies really in who were kind of, yeah. well, maybe all that, I couldn't have think. Uh, Alan Ruff. Alan Ruff, maybe, but he was prone to yeah. wicket, wasn't he? I don't know. Craig Gordon. Craig Gordon. Craig Gordon, aye. He could, I think he had the potential to be Scotland's best of our goalie, but he had a bad injury, didn't he? And, was he uh, the most expensive keeper in the UK for a while, was he? Uh, yeah. Sunderland, wasn't it? Roy Keane signed him. Uh, so, so Duncan, you said latest in goals. So far as you're back, is it back four? Back four. So let's go Let's go one at a time. That's going to be debatable. Yeah, so I'll go right back first, right? right. Danny McGrain. Obviously, arguably one of Scotland's best players. And then, then I started doing a bit of research and realised he, he didn't play many games. He played sixty. He played 62 games for uh, Scotland. He played a percentage of them at left-back because Sandy Jardine I played right-back. So I went for Sandy Jardine. Mm. He played 1,000 games, 38 caps for Scotland. But the fact that he kept Danny McGrain out of right-back when that was Danny McGrain's position says how good Sandy Jardine must have been. So I went mm. for Sandy Jardine. It's funny, funny you say the the plumber at work. He's older, so he remembers uh-huh. both them players. Okay. The same debate with himself. Today, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm and he's a Celtic fan, and he's uh-huh. like, I'm McGrane. Oh, Sonny Jardine. Ooh. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, uh-huh. and he, he went for Jardine, like, but obviously, I, like like I said, I'm uh-huh. the guys I've seen, and I'm, I've gone for Tom Boyd. Boyd Boyd could play anywhere across the back four. Wouldn't let you do good pace. Could play left, like I said. Could play left back, right back. Could play center. I think at the end of his career at Celtic, he played centre back. Mm-hmm. Seventy-two caps. And like a lot of my guys in my team, I remember him for a bad thing. That <laughs> 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 own goal in uh, the ninety-eight World Cup. Yeah. But ah, uh, Tom Boyd for me definitely best right back in my lifetime for sure. No competition, I think really. I've exactly the same as I put doing Tom Boyd. Obviously, Celtic, no, Mother, they went to Chelsea for a season, did they? I started at Motherwell. Went to Motherwell, that's, that's right, he won the Scottish Cup We at 4 3 game, did he? The 4 3 game, Ali Maxwell and goals at Motherwell. Yeah. Celtic traded Cascarino for uh, that's to right. Chelsea to get Boyd to Celtic, mm-hmm. and well, what a player he was for Celtic. So that's your right back. Yeah. <clears throat> left, left back. Initially, I had uh, Robertson, and then I put Tommy Gemmell was been lying and then ended up once I did my research Danny McGrain because he was he couldn't get a game in his own position so he played most of his caps for Scotland at left back so I went for Danny McGrain well for, for me I went for Tierney which is maybe slightly controversial with Robertson in there but for me obviously Tierney's struggling with injury right now and if he had not had that injury I'm, he'd be romping it at Arsenal I'm pretty sure I yeah. think Tierney, brilliant defender I think 
he's got, well, again, this injury is annoying, but he's got potential to be one of the best left backs in the world. I honestly think that highly of him. He's great so, defensively and so good one on one. Forward. I think he's a better player than Robertson. His overall game is better than Robertson's. Robertson's brilliant in forward, and right now he's looking at a million dollars at Liverpool. But for me, Tierney's a better player. The games I've seen him live, Tierney, one-on-one defending, he's brilliant. He's actually cool-esque, one-on-one, is he? That's what I was about to say, actually, yeah. And he's a unit, eh? He's a, that's injury's annoying, but hopefully he gets through it. I went for Robertson, purely yeah. because he's, he plays in Tierney, doesn't he? Yeah, well, you've got to say, Robertson what? can't defend. There's maybe been a lot of better left-backs in my days watching Scotland and him, like, so that's why I picked him. So, up future on the midfield... Yeah, uh, centre back. Centre back. Sorry, sorry. Important position well, for me. For me, like for me, and going to fall out here because there's absolutely zero debate to be had on the centre backs. Oh. <laughs> it's, 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 because they were known as the best centre backs in the world at the time. Alec McLeish and Willie Miller, without doubt. Fergie's quote on Willie Miller: "Best penalty box defender ever seen." There's no debate to be had in the centre backs, mass. If you're trying to tell me there's two players you've named are better than him, you're lying because they're not. Well, I uh, Miller. Like, like, when did he retire, Chams? Again, you're gone with historical players and that, no problem, that. it's up to you. But when did he retire? I kind of I remember Willie, I remember Willie Miller playing with, that, with the G, JBC top at Aberdeen. Aye. It must have been right the end of his career. I'm trusty players for that, so. Really vague memories. But I can I can't, I know, because I was watching in the lockdown era, old Aberdeen, when Aberdeen were, Amazing in the eighties, early eighties, and uh, watching some of the clips of Willie Miller. I was speaking to Duncan about well, defending. Double, double block. Was it Celtic uh, or Rangers? He was playing. I think it was Celtic. No Rangers. Uh, and I just that one instance. I saw like, well, I can see why Willie Miller's so <laughs> well thought about. And obviously, McLeish is real kind of. I do remember McLeish, but not really that much. So I can see what Dunk's saying. I'm, I'm not going to debate him really, but. My two centre-halves are uh, Henry, obviously. As I've said, I think he's the best Scotland player I've ever seen. I've seen in my lifetime. And Richard Goff. Richard Goff was class. He was. He was, he was a bit... Richard Goff's a bit everything. He could win a bar in the air, could do the dirty stuff, but also an intelligent defender. Richard Goff and a real... Like, lack of leaders nowadays, he was a real leader, Richard Goff. He was a leader, just a pity he had feet. Yeah. But again... <laughs> Give what my biggest memory memory of Richard Goff was. Another right. Switzerland away again in 1994 qualifiers. The ball bounced and he misjudged it. He just caught it. <laughs> he just caught it in his hands. And then he got sent, he got sent off. I think it was shut, shut his up, was clean through if he hadn't caught it. Uh, That's something that sticks, especially in the Scotland days, Goff. I'm sure a lot of people remember that. It's just mm. go and look at it on YouTube, and you're just like, "Oh my god, I can't believe we just did that." But I went for one of each of you guys. I went for uh, McLeish and Golf. Can Golf was the first million pound Scottish transfer? Was he? Mm-hmm. To where? I think it was Spurs. Spurs. Uh, so mm. he went. Did he go to Dun- for Dundee United to Spurs? I uh, then he went back to Rangers. Did oh, he? I went to I uh, to Rangers. Now, a player I'd like to get into here, Willie Miller. Now, to me, Willie Miller, you'd think he's a god, he'd be a godlike type figure in Aberdeen. Now, I could be, I could be wrong here, but you think he's kind of lost a bit of his status with some of these 
Do we, Carly, go on in Aberdeen with some of the fans, maybe, and also some of those business dealings? Do you think that's doing a bit in Aberdeen? Definitely, because for me, there's all this chat about new stadium, you think, right, it's got to be Willa Miller all day, you'd think, right? But I honestly believe, just what you're saying there, with things that have gone on through business ventures, when I've got a personal experience where I bought his book, mm-hmm. and in Fergie's forward, that's where he says, Willa Miller was the best player ever signed, even better than Roy Keane and, and uh, Brian Robson. And a student watched him in a bar, and I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm going, right, I'm not going to bug him, I'm not going to bug him. And eventually I went across, he said, oh, I just bought your book yesterday and started reading it. And he just turned his back on me. I'd also had a few pints. He turned my back and I went, I said, are you fucking joking? Because I was like, no, but because he went, honestly, Mass, he went to me, the hero to zero in like two seconds, because I made sure I wasn't going to bug him because he was wee people and that. And he, yeah. it's people like me buying his books, that's making him money. And then he just basically went, you? fuck you. Yeah. And I just went, unbelievable. And then obviously you hear all the stories about failed businesses and stuff and things that have gone on. So you think, maybe, that's a personal experience to you, Dunk, but you think that's uh, resonated through, throughout Aberdeen? A lot of folk, yeah, I think, you mentioned his name. To say the same sort of thing about Willie Miller again, obviously. I mean, the, the captain through the greatest period of Aberdeen's... Uh, 790-odd games for Aberdeen, I think. Undoubtedly. But I don't think he's got a, the status he deserves because of his as business ventures and why he treats some of the Aberdeen fans he's come into contact with, I think that's a shame. Plus, yeah, he, a shame, shaved, eh? plus he shaved his moustache. He needs to get his moustache back. Jenks, <laughs> it's classic, isn't it? He's ah, got the big boot yeah. on at the back. Yeah. He's got a massive tash. Yeah. <laughs> without it, I just... Can guys look stupid with a tash? He looks stupid without one. He needs to... <laughs> There's a, a classic clip as we all arrange Aberdeen game at the Tawdry and he goes through like four boys. Yeah. But I probably had red cards now. But in yeah. that day, they weren't there. And he just gets up, and then after the fourth, he gets a yellow card. Yeah. <laughs> also, his man, his managing career at Aberdeen maybe was not the greatest, was it? You think yeah. that maybe went like, was against him a wee bit? As well? Yeah, but there's also, and like you're saying about his status, there's a lot of doubt in like Aberdeen going down and winning in Glasgow is due to the mentality of Willie Miller. Gun, like, no, we're going to win. I've read his book as well. He's not a great, he wasn't a great trainer, eh? which I find funny as a great leader. A great leader should be like setting the tone. Yeah, and training and that, and he, he was quite lazy in training. But I heard some, like I said, I used to play under Lewis Muirhead and Lewis, was it the Dons as a youngster, and Lewis tell you some cracking stories about that. And he was there at that era and like yeah. the leaders. Aberdeen's yeah. greatest captain. It's just mm-hmm. a bit haze. Yeah, a bit more. I can understand if you were annoyed all the time, you would get a bit, but I think you've got to just bite your tongue, maybe a wee bit with people and just again. There's also that story, I'm not 100% sure the facts of the story, but mind, remember, everybody thought. Hansen Millard's made for it 82 World Cup and apparently they hated each other so yeah. the stories go and they basically had a haul across each other well, I think I think Willie Miller liked to play with a, like a McLeish or even a Goff a Hendry they let him win the heaters Ken, and he'd mop up behind him Mere, kind of sweep up behind him roll. Yeah. you could read the game Willie because he was not going to win either. Spit was he five foot fucking three or something? Yeah, he's, he's, not, he's not the biggest. No. Goff could have played a lot more games for Scotland if he never had a, a fallout with like Sir Roxburgh and Craig Brown and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. That common Scottish thing, is it? Like Duncan Ferguson, probably one of our best strikers in our lifetime. He never played. But back to Willie Miller, great player, shite chip shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, far would your midfield be? Uh, far to go for uh, Dunk. Far would you go for your midfield? So on my right side, I was going to go like, even though I was going historical, I was like Jinky Johnston. Everybody knows who he is, Lisbon Lion. But then even I sort of said then. But I looked. I was sort of going on 
as well when I was looking at my team caps because we only had 23 caps and I was like, nah, so I went for Gordon Strachan, 50 caps, obviously it was great at the Dons, went to Man United, played till he was 40, still holds a record I think for the Premier League for playing till the age he did. I mean, the rest, and I just, total workhorse, up and down, winner. So that's why I went for Strachan. I did, 50 I did. caps, five goals. If I was picking your like a histor like a historical, I would have went for Strachan as well because right midfield, ooh, slim pickings, yeah. especially in earlier. Yeah. But I've went for Forrest. Really? That's how bad the pickings are. Okay. I like Forrest. I think he's no, a, going a bit like sorry. I think I like Forrest. I think he's a good player, but he's very inconsistent. And I think if you speak to any Celtic fan, they'll tell you the same. Obviously, scored a hat against Israel, so that's kind of. In a, in, a, in a four, as uh, the last few internationals, he's looked one of our best players. So I've chopped Forrest in at right midfield because I can't think of anybody else, to be honest. <laughs> Can you think oh, was, of anybody else at right midfield? Well, who have you got? Right. Oh, I was struggling. So I put in James McFadden in right midfield. I've got him in the left. So I'll just go at the left. I've got McFadden in the left. He's a legend for us, really, isn't he? Again, McFadden, he, you could tell how much it meant him to play for Scotland. And like Dunk was saying before, that goal against France. I'll never. <laughs> you can retire on it. I, I'd, just to hear the audacity to try and beat. If I was in goals, uh, Mikael, Mikael Andrew, because it's a famous commentary. Landreau, right, yeah. And to try and do that in France. And then obviously we went on to win a game also, so it was a winning goal. Yeah, uh, that's probably like done. It was one of the best moments since we've been in the goal with Scotland. Yeah. Just, it was more so the fact that before that game, he did, he did play well for Scotland when he played. Didn't yeah, he? Right. definitely. Yeah. Okay, his goal, his goal return for the modern days is pretty yeah. good. Like I'm sure yeah. he's got like 18 goals or something. Or, 15 yeah. goals, 15 goals in 48 caps. What was so good about that France game, remember, was that Trezeguet giving it the 5 0 to Gary Caldwell when they pumped us at, uh, at home? That, eh? And then we went over there with Dunham, and then Caldwell was right in his face, going, Yeah, it's so funny now, is it? Yeah, mm. but we beat him in, at Hamden as well in that country. Caldwell scored the goal. I, so, I, made, I made James at Fadden score in the Holland yeah, game. Nice. He took the corner kick, came back out to him, he done it. One two wee Fletcher, yeah. and he put it right in the top corner. Yeah, then we, got, yeah. then, we got, then we got hammered 6-0. Hampton, Holland. Uh, <laughs> Hampton, Holland. So I, I went for uh, was Davy Cooper on the left. Davy Cooper was absolutely superb. And I do actually remember him when he played, but my mother only was still superb. There's that classic Rude Hulick quote for he put him in his, in that 442 magazine, Rude Hulick put him in his best ever 11, says Davy Cooper is one of the best players he's ever seen. Sadly died at well, 1995. He was only 39 with a brain hemorrhage. And yeah. what, what a player. But when you're hearing the amount of people in a game that said how good he was, then you went, got to be. Sure. That's screw your face up with me, David Cooper, class. Absolute class. Did you knows me? <laughs> <laughs> I've went for uh, John Collins in the left. Great player. Yeah. Monaco. Yeah, I'd agree with that, yeah. How about your so, centre of the park then? So I've went for Graham Sunis and Billy Bremner. Hard as nails. <laughs> You need, create. you need a bit of creativity. Nah, no, because what I want to tell you is, Mas, see, before you jump in here, like you always do, is I've went for Strachan, Sunis, Bremner, workhorses, David Cooper, free roll, do what you like, make it happen. Sunis and Bremner. But the thing is, like, everybody goes on, obviously they're hard men, that, but these two boys were top players. They could play as well. You know, man, like 54 cards, but I found right. a, a, sto a story on Billy Bremner, which I didn't care, obviously, because we never saw him play. He got a lifetime ban in 1975, along with... Pat McCluskey, Joe Harper, Arthur Graham and Willie Young for something that happened in a nightclub. Never played uh, for Scotland again. Again. And he got a Scottish story, is it? Right, exactly, yeah. 
but Captain Lee's, but you see some of the all footage that I've seen of both of them players. Like some of the tackles Sunis and Bremner put in, which just, especially Billy Bremner's year, it was just like leg breaker after leg breaker against and for. Yeah. I could, I think you can argue with your selections. The only thing you could argue with you is it's great. Ken. Yeah. Is well, you never really seen him, Ken. You're gone and put your fair, maybe some highlights on YouTube, but no, I can't argue with that too, obviously. Soonest, especially. For sure. Man, for sure. There's another man, Mass, that uh, should have kept his tash. Soonest. Aye, soonest, aye, definitely. <laughs> he had a wonderful tash, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> what did you my, do, Mass? Uh, my two are, well, I've got Collins as well, Mike, but I've put him in the centre with McAllister. Uh, Collins, for do I mind about Collins, was obviously his penalty against uh, Brazil, obviously. Yeah. Wink, a wink, mine a wink in the, yeah. in the national anthem out as well. And just this, I like a, I like my centre midfielder, especially the creative. He had a bit of cockiness about him, and John Collins had a lot of cockiness. In him. He believed in himself, did he, Collins? Yeah, t- for, definitely. And uh, I thought he, I thought he could back it up as well. Thought Collins was a quality player. Well, he was a quality player. Left foot, did he? Yeah, yeah. he yeah. scored some cracking goals and that. But, but they get 12, 12 goals, 58 caps. Did he? 12 goals? 12 goals. And McCarster, aye. Another, like we spoke about in the other podcast, Colin Henry said it's the best player he's ever played. I think he got a wee bit of a rad deal at Scotland. Oh, no, a wee bit. He did get a rad deal. Especially yeah. got. And retired maybe early. The missed penalty again. Ken, like I said, he had a few. Most of the my players here, I, I remember bad things about him. And obviously that missed penalty was a blow, but... Anybody can miss a penalty, can't they? Exactly. Especially, especially if a Yuri Geller moves the bar. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. But was a, technically like a Dutchman, wasn't he? So good on the bar, clever, never lost the bar. I think that too, I maybe lack a bit of hardness in there, but that too, mm-hmm. good players, are they? Mm-hmm. Um, middle of the park, I've went for, again, same as you, Mas. Gary McAllister, great player. And uh, Nigel Quasi. Nah, I've never really ever been there. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I just look at him and tell me he's joking. <laughs> well, what he the biggest player <laughs> ever. <laughs> no, I put in Scott Brown. Oh, aye. Okay. Oh. Scott Brown, hard as nails. I'd rather hate Quasi, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 well. Scott Brown, I mean, that France game. He was just alloy in that pitch that night, just blocking everything. I think he was trying to think why he was marking. If you're a Celtic fan, everybody hates Scott Brown, but everybody can also appreciate what good top player. Pretty definitely, he's achieved in the game, and yeah, yeah, for sure. I think uh, might remember Hammond Thompson for Hibs. Mine and Abdi at the time said Rangers signed the right player, but Celtic did. I've been in times proven that Celtic definitely got the right guy. Like I said, I needed probably needed a hard man. I should have maybe picked uh, Collins and uh, Brown or McAllister and Brown. That would have been a better fit. But uh, Brown can play a bit as well. Eh? Uh, uh, he drops deep. He gets it for the defenders. And Ken, he's not shy to get on the bar either. Celtic are good. The games I've watched him live is they play four at the back. But basically go to three. The fullbacks push on. Uh-huh. Centre half split, Brown yeah. drops and plays in the middle and comes and gets the bar. So then yeah. it sucks your strikers out or your midfielder out, and then they just play around them and then they're in the game. Yeah. And that's what yeah. they do all the time. Aye, uh, Abdi thinks he just goes about kicking boys, but he's, nah. better, he's better on that as well, is he? I think Brown. Yeah, yeah definitely. 
quality player, Brown. Now, I would. I'm actually thinking now. I maybe should have put him in. Maybe next day, McAllister. But I, I couldn't leave Collins out. Like probably yeah. up front, charms far. Well, it's pretty obvious because I'm going for historical, so you're not for my top two will be. Well, I came one of them for sure. Doug Leach and Dennis Law. Oh, well, I obviously was. We'll talk. They'll be top scorers, are they? 30 goals each, but Dennis Law did it in 55 games. Kenny Doug Leach did it on him too. But for Kenny Doug Leach to be as top striker as he was and keep turning out for Scotland 102 times mm-hmm. and never like calling off and like. I've seen some stats like there's a couple of magazines voted him like best post-war striker because obviously again never saw Kenny Dalglish play I've just seen highlights and stuff but people talk about him as being like the very very best you know what I mean but then the Hellman United thing about Dennis Law and also there's a great start for Dennis Law he's the only Scot ever to win a European player of the year but well, playing, playing for, to play for Scotland and get 30 goals in 55 games that's some achievement You're speaking about maybe our only two world-class players ever. Again, if you're going historic, that's probably only two you could pick. Yeah. And they're both... But 30, 30 goals. See, I was a young Scottish striker my way in the game and I thought it was good. I'd be a record if it, I think it, I'd be thinking I could break that record. 30 goals. Yeah. Again, international football is a tough standard. 30 goals isn't a lot. That's a good, that's a good record to break as well. You take your eyes on that as a striker. I mean, Kenny's the only guy to get in 100 caps. I know. Darren Fletcher would have definitely beat Kenny Douglas's record had he not got his colitis. Because Darren yeah. Fletcher's retired on, I think, 82. Yeah. And That's another guy you could have put in centre midfield. I, I just thought of that in there now because I've got yeah. a scribble doing my sub bench and I was not on that either. I've totally forgot. Yeah. Well, I've, I've went for uh, McCoyston Miller. So McCoyston's a goal machine, isn't he? Mm-hmm. But he, yep. he only scored 19 for Scotland in 61 games. like. But style, I mean, mean a goal against Switzerland especially. What a finish that was, was it? Yeah. Asics boots on, I remember Asics boots. Yeah. Craig Street used to wear him. Yeah. Great finisher. Good penalty box striker. And he, he could do a wee bit outside the box as well. Eh? He could link up play and he was McCoyster that bit of nastiness about him and ah, Ken didn't I get yeah, Kenny's a fun loving guy in talk sport and that and a joker and all that, but on the pitch he, I've heard a lot of ex pros saying he, he could get nasty like well, he broke uh, he broke Snell versus Jar, didn't he? Right. And then Michael Water went in goals. And then your Rangers oh, won the title. And uh, Kenny Miller, probably best, best striker. I can well, McCoy's probably a bit better the two, but Miller all, all, also not technically gifted, but workhorse was he? Definitely. Loved playing for Scotland. Loved playing for Scotland. I, Definitely. You could tell how much it meant him, and <laughs> scored eighteen goals, sixty-nine caps, which is. Basically, the same sort of score ratio as me. But as a fan, you looked at him and you went, you wanted him playing because he gave a shit. Yeah. yeah. Aye, definitely. He's got some good... I, I mean, is he did against Germany, mate. Yeah. That's one goal of mine. Even Ace Smith's a player like that when he plays for Scotland, does he? Mm-hmm. Just work uh, he course. Well, yeah. He's still involved, isn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That shows you how much they're struggling. What about you, Mike? I was exactly the same as Mas. Kenny Miller and McCoy's mm-hmm. copying each other. Standard. <laughs> now we're just going by boys we've seen them. Uh, a boy for work right, was well, well again that wasn't that wasn't the criteria was it so let's not go do that though. a boy for work I asked him this, uh, the question this week and he said a player and I thought I've heard of him but I've never really watched him so I watched some videos on him this week yeah, is a Hartford him. what a yeah. player I watched him against England in 1977 I think he was left wing I think he was playing what a player like and like I even left you because again People debate on uh, Scotland's best for players, Jim Baxter. Abdi knows the famous kicky ups in the corner against England. So I'll just right. rattle off a few boys that I, I could have yeah, picked. Problems, though, is it? Jim Baxter. Yeah. 
problems yeah. with the rail. Okay? A few boys like I left you or a while. Well, I mean, like McCoy, Gemmel, Joe Jordan, Gordon McQueen, Stay Lambert, Jimmy Johnston. Joe Jordan. Joe Jordan was close to get in. Like, cause there's not many Scottish players went to a foreign country and done a business. Nah, Italy as well. Yeah. Was it AC Milan he played for? AC Milan, yeah. Nate Jaws. What a nickname, Jaws. <laughs> you know somebody's tough and that nickname is Jaws, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was that class? Like, like, oh. oh, man. I bet I, Joe Jordan must have wanted to kill him. The funniest part of that story was Harry ran up going, listen, he goes, Joe might be 58, he says, but he's all right. He says, put them two in a room, he goes, I know if that's coming out, and it want to be good too, so that's what Harry ran up said. On me, close to getting your team, mass. Just thinking there, I actually forget about, forgot about Fletcher. Yeah, yeah Fletcher, I, would, I, I look back now and I would put Fletcher uh, in. But Brown as well, maybe he was close to getting in. I know, I know, I know about Fletcher, I loved playing for Scotland, he even yeah. said himself, and he was on telly that last Scotland game, yeah. never pulled out a squad once. Yeah. And he never said he would never would have pulled out a squad. There was a time United before he got his uh, well, he, before the illness struck him, he's looking like one of Man United's best players. A player I was going to put in my team was going to be uh, Morris Malpass. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. steady away, yeah. No, did you boys think about managers? Your best manager? I didn't have off the top of my head. I'd probably say Jock Steen. Uh, again, historical, was it? So, what would you have went for? A Craig Brown. <laughs> Craig Brown, aye. Aye, Craig Brown did a good job, did he? Aye. Is that for you text my master saying? <laughs> I thought you would have heard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's sidebar WhatsApp chat. <laughs> podcast, podcast chat too. <laughs> oh, dear, dear. So, what, Mike, have we got a funny for this week then? Well, you, we mentioned it was your job, Dunk, but you came up with ideas, so I don't care what you're asking me. I'm just trying to lay it to your door in case it's not funny. So we're going to go for a five-a-side team based on sort of music puns. Mm-hmm. So we'll go one at a time or a five or what do you want right. to do? Go one at a time. One at a time. Right, so my, my, goal, my goalkeeper is Cruel in the Gang. Eh? Cruel in the Gang. Cruel in the Gang. Cruel in the Gang. We're a, we're a band, we're like. Tim Cruel. Oh, cruel aisle. Oh, I mean, uh, Jesus. Nice. Welcome thought, back. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I'm going for Stefan Kloss. We cross our eyes, go west. <laughs> <laughs> you right? So, so. <laughs> I may have an art. That's ah, genius. Come on. So, you're going, so you're, going, you're going by songs then? I went by bands. I thought it was a three times. It's music related, so they're both going to work. Well, I, I could have had millions. So I could have well, had. Uh, well, Faz, your, your next guy. How much have you got? Two boys playing at back? I've got four keepers <laughs> here. I had a choice of. Like, I had uh, so purple, purple Rainer, but I went for uh, Cruel in the Gang. I had uh, De Gea, we caught the train. <laughs> Rubbish. <laughs> right. First defender I've got is Fun Lovering. Criminals. <laughs> Come on, that's good. You know it's good, isn't it? Fun loving criminals. I feel like Alan McCoy's here. Well, I actually, <laughs> I actually picked a five-a-side team that Ken would work. Aye. So my, aye. my man at the back is no cumin, no no cry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got another set of half mass. It's a uh, 
itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot Maldini. <laughs> Never bad, mate. So my other connection, not a defender, but I've got uh, Shaka Khan. Shaka, oh, the uh, Arsenal boy. Yeah. Aye, yeah. That's too obvious, is it? Okay, I'll give you moves like Agar then. Moves like Agar, aye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so midfielder, I've got two midfielders. Right. Uh, my first team is uh, back in Balak. Look for a ACDC tuner, Mass. You're my, you're my second midfielder. Yeah. Life on over Mars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving I'm my best team to last. Like. Same, I'm saving my best team to last. <laughs> I had a choice of a few midfielders, but I've went for uh, Wake Me Up Before You Figo. And <laughs> 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 a, a, a DJ Tiesto classic, DiBaggio for Strings. <laughs> so, so my other midfielders. My other midfielders, Enter Shakiri. Enter Shakiri. Ah, it's a. Shakiri. Is that another dance? No, it's a band. It's a rock band. Yeah. Uh, so, my striker. my striker is uh, Candle in the Wind Ass. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Hill House of the Rising Sun. Oh, I agree, man. I like that. I went for Genie in a Bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a couple of guys in the bench if you want to hear them. Uh, I've got a few in the bench. Go you go here, through yours. Here's my two boys in the bench. Sympathy for the Neville and Cigarettes and Allen Ball. <laughs> <laughs> so my, uh, well, it's not a bench, but the other ones I had, I had Ospina Colada, the, the Sesk Pistols, <laughs> Salt and Pepe, <laughs> Flying Without Ings, Lady, <laughs> Lady Yaya, and Lalana Del Rey. <laughs> you get him, you got him off of Google, did you? Though? Correct. <laughs> I, I made him up a afternoon. I don't care how it's going to go down, but it's uh, a Westlife in. It's swear it all, all of a can. No, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> um, Balramos. Didn't work either. Uh, begging you for mercy. Mercy, aye. Uh, uh, okay. Mike, I uh, better for you. I I, Mike. We're looking for a laugh, isn't it? Like tumbleweed. <laughs> Murder on the dance floor. This is Bennett Eskis. <laughs> <laughs> it is absolutely brutal. Dancing Keen. Yes. Yeah, uh, that, that would work, guy. Uh, that's why they're looking. I was looking to get Keen in my team like that. I couldn't have think of. Oh, uh, that was near bad. Like, oh, well, oh we, we give us a little chuckle. Yeah, yes, I did for that. <clears throat> so, fifty fancy game next week. Look into the the first week of the season. I maybe what? Well, first week's come back or project come back? Very quick. Project restarting. Aye. Hopefully, get a bit of chat because we go into next week. But Chelsea's probably got the deal of the season. <laughs> no, definitely. Got to be signed, Van, are they? Well, I'm saying it's pretty much done, but uh, for fifty-three million, like. for fifty-three million in the modern day, <laughs> and they sold in Abraham like 
I think they definitely need a striker. Like, and yeah, I think you know, uh, he could be the real deal. Like Germans, not like you do, do they? No, not us. Didn't walk. Himself. Well, folks, that's episode four. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or feedback, please feel free to head over to our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. We'll be back next week with another episode of Two Books and a Mic. Till then, thanks for listening.